Hey guys, the Fanable crew had the pleasure of playing in Jeff Stormer's upcoming RPG, Mission Accomplished. A game about super spies who just finished saving the world, and now just need to avoid getting the blame for what went wrong. If, after listening to the episode, you would like to play this game, please make sure to support the Kickstarter which will officially come out October 16th. Link in the show notes. Now, before we begin, I would like to thank the following Patreon listeners whose continued support allows us to continue this podcast. David Roberts, Eric, Alexander Klaus, Ken Doyle, Sam, Mika Shalom Kesselman, Gregory Larson, Stray, and Megan Talentino. Thanks for being available for this corporate meeting. Hey everybody, this is Billy from the Fanable.com role-playing podcast. And we well, actually it's the role-playing network at this point. And uh, we're excited because we are here with a guest GM. Woo! Woo! And uh, we are here uh, with Jeff, and he is going to be showing off his game, Mission Accomplished, which is coming to a Kickstarter, I think, tomorrow. If this is posted on the uh, 15th, it's coming out on the, the next day. So, Jeff, how about you uh, introduce yourself, talk about yourself, talk about the game, and then we'll get started. Of course. Uh, I am Jeff Stormer. I am a podcaster, game designer, uh, the unofficial LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. Uh, I do a lot of I do a lot of different things. Uh, for, but for today, I am the designer of a game called Mission Accomplished. Uh, there is a salute in the title. It's very important. I haven't figured yes. out how to put it into text yet, but it's it's there. Uh, Mission Accomplished is the role playing game of super spies and office meetings. It is launching on Kickstarter on October sixteenth. It is my first major Kickstarter for a game. I really hope that uh, your listeners will come and back it because I think it's a great game that is a lot of fun. The premise is you are going to be playing a team of secret agents who have just come back from saving the world. You've done it. Mission accomplished. However, some things went slightly wrong and Mission Control is not happy about that. They have called you into a cramped little like team office room, a conference room, and we have to have a team meeting to kind of hash out both what went right and who gets credit for that and who gets the blame for the things that went wrong. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, it's. I, I'm really happy with the game. I think it's a lot of fun. If you like things like Archer or Better Off Ted or the Venture Brothers, I, this is this is very much in that vein of things. Awesome. Great. And if uh, for those who don't know, uh, Jeff is actually the, uh, the 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 creator, the the genius, the talent behind Party of One, which that is, is a wonderful podcast. So uh, this, we're a little bit more than just one person this time. So let's see how he handles that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm not sure if role playing games work with more than one person, but we'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> they generally don't when it comes to Fandible. Nope. So Jeff, take it away. You have. Uh, I'm giving you the GM crown now. Of course. Uh, to to so, be clear, though, we've been playing this uh, these games for about eight years, and I'm not entirely sure the role-playing games work at all. That's fair. That's a valid point. <laughs> so, uh, the premise in a nutshell is that you are agents of the United States Department of High-Risk Operations, colloquially known as the Hero Department. You have been dispatched on a top-priority mission, because the vast International League of Larcenists, Arsonists, and Inventors of Nefarious Science, that is, villains, uh, has captured a moon base... Uh, Moonbase Zeta Key 7, codenamed Oasis, a small, independently run lunar research facility, and they have used this base to install a high-powered laser cannon capable of leveling a city block in seconds. Uh, at the start of the- your, you were dispatched to the moon base with the objective of destroying this moon laser, and and we open in a conference room with you having just returned. You know the news reports are blaring that 
There was an explosion spotted on the moon. Uh, the moon laser was destroyed. Earth is saved. And let's take a moment to just feel proud of ourselves before we get into everything else. Because you did a great thing today. Oh, yeah. Celebrate good times. Come on! Come on. Where is our Management party? comes in and so, shuts that off. <laughs> now let's get to business. Um, some things went wrong during the mission. And we have to kind of dig into those things and figure out who is responsible. Because, obviously, these were the actions of an agent operating on the field. Because if they weren't, they were the fault of Mission Control. And I can confidently say Mission Control acted 100% within corporate guidelines. So, uh, we're going to go around the table. And we will each of us will introduce one thing that went wrong during the mission. The way that we're doing this from a gameplay perspective is we have a mission dossier which lays out some important people, places, things, uh, office protocols of the mission, and you're going to, you know, sort of build something off of that. It gives you some ideas. It gives you a, a time and a place. So what we're going to do is we'll introduce our characters and then name one thing that uh, your character spotted that went wrong that you want to kind of get to the bottom of who is responsible. Let's start with Jesus. Uh, hi, guys. This is Jesus, and I am playing uh, Jean-Claude Sigal. I am the hitter, master of violence. And the one thing that went wrong is, surprisingly, during the mission, I did my mission of hitting the henchmen, all of them super mutants created by the main villain. But strangely enough, at some point, all the super mutants stopped fighting and joined to get together into a union. Hmm. We don't like, I don't like, we don't like unions. That's not, we're very anti-union. Yes, we, they, they get in the way of progress. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> my God, they'll have a weekday. <laughs> it's terrible. We can't have that. Really, we don't, we don't want to set up boundaries like time off or sick time we we really see ourselves as more of a family you know someone that you're around forever that you can't escape from unbelievable we're gonna blow up we're gonna blow up the moon base and suddenly they're talking about hazard pay i can't believe it. <laughs> outrageous okay david introduce us to your character and tell us something else that went wrong uh hey everybody uh this is dave and i'm playing darlin pierce a man of a thousand faces and uh I couldn't help but notice while I was doing an impeccable uh, impersonation of uh, the lead super mutant who was uh, <clears throat> leading that union rally, but only in an ironic sense, uh, that uh, the moon done become uh, sentient and can think for itself and is also southern. Now, it is uh, it bears mentioning that it is not uh, has nothing to do with me or my my fine people because that moon. Dependent, I mean, clearly by the accent, is a Kentucky moon. And I don't trust no goddamn Kentucky moons. It's a Mitch McConnell moon. Mm. <laughs> That's, we don't, we don't, yeah, I don't trust, I don't trust, we don't trust Kentucky in these parts. It's running for Congress. No, <laughs> no, 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 don't like that. I mean, it yep. is technically, it was in U.S. airspace when it became sentient, so it can run for Congress, and it is technically old enough to, to qualify, so I can't technically have issue with that, but I don't think I'm going to vote for it. I'll be honest. Show us the birth certificate, Moon. <laughs> As a fully American, fully born right. in American, American, I can tell you, I also do not trust Kentucky. It is strange. <laughs> well, shout out to our Kentucky fans. <laughs> Billy, introduce us to your character and tell us what went wrong. Yeah, I just want to say uh, congratulations to our Kentucky fans who finally got electricity. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I'm from Ohio. We have to hate you. Oh, that's God. fair. No, that's fair. That I was fun. schooled in Ohio. It's 
It's the, it's in my blood. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, this is this is Billy, and I am playing uh, Cameron, James Cameron, and I'm the infiltrator of the, uh, the the mission group. And if somebody needs to sneak in anywhere, that's me. I crawl through ducks. I crawl through the shadows. I'll crawl through anything, love. And uh, the thing that went wrong. And I, I don't want to point fingers towards Dan's character, but I, it appears he's standing in front of me, and I'm blaming him fully, is uh, Mount Everest is no longer the, log, uh, the, the tallest peak in the world now. That's quite mm, queer. Mm. We, did, we did notice that the moon laser fire, did fire off. Um, we noticed, we, we suspect, we don't have firm confirmation, but we suspect that is because someone did not complete their online uh, training module on laser operation we did send out an email you should have gotten it. i don't i don't know if you maybe sent it to your spam filter but you should have gotten an invitation to take part in that training module and so we really need to know we had set a deadline that was three days before you went off into space and so we really feel like it's important that you be completing your training modules in advance i just i I just want to confirm i just want to confirm it it's laser not lasik right well, we also sent a LASIK training module. We also expected everyone to, to be pers- – not ne- we're not going to prescribe LASIK surgery, but we are saying that everyone should be pursuing options on how to pursue the best possible uh, eye health. Oh, well, man, if I got that LASIK surgery, maybe I'd be able to actually read them damn pamphlets you give me about them lasers. And also, to be clear, nobody was using that damn Mount Fuji anyways. I mean, what'd we lose? One one uh, mysterious monk high atop the cliffs with mist swirling around him offering, him, offering people the secrets to enlightenment? Please. We got the moon now. We do have the moon now. And the moon, to be fair, I have been following the moon's Twitter account. A lot of wisdom. Some really solid, <laughs> moon, solid wisdom. Moon from the Thoughts moon. is my favorite Twitter handle, yes. It's really good, is the thing. Guys, I really want to start IRL the moon <laughs> to tweet along with this game. <laughs> good. Dan, introduce us to your character. Uh, sure. All right, I just want to say that the moon is very uncomfortable at this point. <laughs> if we're going with the Mitch McConnell moon. <laughs> hey guys, this is Dan, and I'm playing uh, Amethyst AA Ariba. He's a technician with this uh, mission. And listen, no- nobody knows quite how we got to this point. But but by the time we all landed back on, back here on Earth and then we got in here, uh, last news is that apparently uh, Starbucks Corporation owns a solid eighty three percent of the moon base. Um, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, that 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 that's a thing now. I mean, to be fair though, great news if you're landing on the moon. You got Starbucks. That's one small step for man, one venti cappuccino for mankind. <laughs> I'm, I'm out, guys. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to head out, everybody. We can just kind of cancel this recording. It's yeah. fine. Cancel. So, um, We're done. We're done. We did it. Mission <laughs> accomplished. So, um, at the start, because you all accomplished the mission, you all helped make this a reality. Uh, why don't you everyone take a commendation dice? There are two kinds of dice that will help us determine who is going to get a promotion at the end of this, because we do have a promotion available with a corner office and the company credit card. However, we do have to hold someone responsible for the things that went wrong, so somebody's probably going to get burned by the end of this. Uh, commendation dice are good. The higher your commendation dice total is by the end of the game, 
the more likely you are to get that promotion. Citation dice are very bad. Even one citation dice can disrupt your entire commendation dice total. Try to avoid citations under all circumstances. If you can get out with zero, that's really what we're looking for. That's how we define successful here in the hero department. So we have anonymously collected some information from each of the agents regarding their uh, co-workers, their partners, their, their teammates, regarding some things that they did to contribute to the success of the mission, and some things that they did to complicate things, is the word we would prefer. Uh, in gameplay terms, we had everyone write down one thing about the player to their left and one thing about the player to their right, one thing that is good and one thing that is bad. So I have two things for each player that is one good thing they did and one bad thing they did. None of the players know what they have done in this mission. That is important as we start lay as we start the meeting. You're in a cramped room. There is coffee, but it's not good coffee. And it's not Moon Starbucks, which, uh, to be honest, surprisingly good for what is essentially an airport Starbucks. You would expect I mean, it's not out of this good. world. <laughs> Uh, and we did I beat it. you to Mission it, Dave. I beat you to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're in this cramped meeting room. I walk in and I slam a folder on the table. I sit down. I put my I put my fingers to the bridge of my nose and I'm just Okay, we have a lot to get to. This was um, an eventful mission. We have to investigate some things. I appreciate you all coming in on a Saturday morning. I know that this is sort of a weekend, but this is a high priority thing and we really want to get to the bottom of it. ASAP. Of of course, of course. See that? That's a willingness to participate. That's a willingness to participate. That shows real respect to authority. Jean-Claude, why don't you take a commendation dice for I that? I thank you, sir, so much. I prefer to be the strong and silent top. You know, wise and mysterious, much like that monk that we eliminated, uh, that someone eliminated with that <laughs> poor laser. You know what? That's not what we look. We're, we're looking for, con- we're looking for active contribution. You're fi- finding your demeanor a little bit. You're not, contrib- you're not contributing to the atmosphere. I'm going to have to give you a citation for that. That feels like poor team spirit. That feels like you're looking out for you and not the team as a whole. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I have to agree with you, uh, champ. I, I, I think he was not uh, pulling his, uh, uh, his weight on the team, nor in this meeting. I, on the other hand, brought cronuts. Oh, no, cronuts. Well, uh... You know what? I got to give you a commendation dice for speaking up in support of my decision as a leader. But nobody likes a bribe. So that's also going to be a citation dice. Man, you don't know nothing about weight, damn it. You use the metric system. Eh, I do. I do. I do use the metric system. Okay, so let's get let's let's dive into this. So, um the first thing that we need to discuss, actually Cameron, this is appropriate. This is this has to do with you. Um this was a stealth mission on a confidential moon base that the public does not technically know about. So I guess my question for you is why did you feel the need to live stream and t- live tweet the entire mission? You really gave away our position. You opened yourselves up to an ambush. They watched the stream and they said, oh, they're coming through this hallway, which is how you got ambushed by super mutants. Can you explain your, your logic as, I mean, as the master of stealth, it seems like a counterintuitive move to be on Twitch, talking to your Twitch audience, asking in which direction you should walk down hallways, that sort of thing. Jeff, uh, do you mind if I call you Jeff or is it Jefferson? Uh, mission control, please. 
Mission Control. Uh, first off, uh, that's very an apt uh, description of what occurred. But however, your your conclusion would be wrong. You see, while one might think I was live streaming, I like to think of it I was I was uh, casting a cloud of misdirection. Uh, see, whenever people voted for me to go right, I sometimes went left. And that allowed me to uh, get to the position that I was going for. And the, the unionized uh, super mutants were waiting me for me on the other side. So, in a way, was I really live streaming? Yes. But was I live streaming honestly? No. A uh, mm. question uh, for uh, Agent Cameron. So, uh, it, you said it was for misdirection, right? That is uh, what I shed. All right. Well, I was just wondering because, um, <clears throat> I mean, that because you're being, uh, uh, it's been inquired by uh, Mission Control. I, I don't like to see an agent brag that he pulled one over on our Mission Control, with all due respect. Oh, it's not about uh, pulling one over on Mission Control. You see, Mission Control is highly observant, and I just knew that they would look upon that and know exactly what I was doing, seeing that Mission Control themselves are, in fact, smarter than the average uh, bear, as you Americans say. Uh, me, on the other hand, I realized that those who uh, didn't know might have been confused, much like some of my agents here. But uh, Mission Control was on the up and up. We are. We do have to investigate all reports, whether positive or negative. And I appreciate. I appreciate your willingness to share. So take a commendation for that. However, so it's worth noting that the bitch. second that you log onto Twitch, everyone that is viewing your Twitch stream is part of your team, and it really shows poor team spirit. If Twitch dictates you to go right, we would really expect you to honor the the social pact that you would share <laughs> with your Twitch audience. You have a you have a responsibility to your followers. <laughs> That is, if they dictate that you go right, that you go right. So I'm gonna uh, have to. I'm gonna have to. Before, gonna before have you, to, before you, before you hit the gavel on that one, shit, allow me to. Really let me to defend this. I'm <laughs> gonna have to fight you on this. No, uh, just you can defend give your, me one second. Give me one second. This is not I, respecting authority. You keep, you keep this up. It's gonna be another one. Continue now. Continue. I've said what I need to say. I think I've said everything I need to say, and more. And I sit down. And eat my cronut. <laughs> you know what? I'm eating all the cronuts. I'm taking you know what? the entire box I respect. and putting it on my lap. Here's the thing. You did what I said. That's a respect for authority. Take a commendation for that. Let's Shut move on. Up. Oh, <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk about these. Let's talk about these unionized super mutant henchmen for a second. We had eyes on the inside. We have we have people on the inside of Oasis. You know, we have we had been monitoring things and. Those union pamphlets did not show up on the base until after the ship had landed. Until after the four of you were dispatched. So frankly, I'm 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 wondering, it sure seems like one of you brought union paperwork onto the ship, which Super Mutant Henchmen got a hold of. Would anybody like to perhaps discuss where those papers might have come from? Would anybody like to own up to this? Because I would like to know. I'd like to hear Claude's take on this situation. Oh, Jean-Claude, you come to me because I may or may not be French? That the idea of revolution <laughs> may have come from my people? That, sir, that, sir, is the height, the height of discrimination. Listen, unlike my people of the past, we truly believe in capitalism. We truly believe in the market forces. The idea of getting these super mutants, the idea of giving them unionization, disgusts me and the idea that you would put that upon me makes me think that perhaps you are the one that goes against 
the idea of our capitalistic values. Oh man, it's a lot coming from the guys who got rolled over by the Nazis. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm feeling a lot. I'm not feeling a lot of. I'm not feeling a lot of team spirit right now. Really, not feeling a lot of team spirit right now. I'm feeling a lot of feeling a lot of out for yourselves. Just kind of want to float that. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to say mission control. I want to retract my uh, flippant uh, reference to the Second World War just because, you know, we helped y'all out and fought off the Nazis single-handedly. I mean, arguably, if you read the textbooks from uh, Texas, uh, (laughs) we didn't even have guns. We did it barehanded, but that's not the point. Uh, We also had Jesus on our side. We did. We did have Jesus on our side. That's true, but Jesus. I want to retract that because the French are very well known for the French resistance. Now, some of the Doshkarn best fighters that the 20th century ever done saw, and so I don't believe that uh, uh, Monsieur uh, uh, Monsieur uh, 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 Guy, whose name I don't have in front of me, Segal. Um, uh, you should really know your teammates' partners. That's that feels. I'm going to have to cite that. I'm sorry. But I'm but I'm gonna I'm gonna commend you, but I'm gonna commend you. I'm gonna commend you for retracting that. That's that's owning that's owning your weaknesses. That's owning your fault. It's owning your faults, and I think that shows maturity. And a complete misplacement uh, of certain cue cards in front of me. Um, <clears throat> well, I want to appreciate I appreciate that uh, mission control because uh, you are uh, enacting strict standards on this team, and I hope that we can uh, live up to it for the. Uh, uh, during, uh, duration of this uh, uh, fantastic meeting. May I have a cronut, please? Oh, they're gone. That's unfortunate. They, they are gone. I did eat the last one. I, I'm sorry. It's I got it. Actually, I haven't started eating it yet. I could. Is you? Do you want to like split it? We could split it. Wow, splitting uh, 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 the resources. That sounds like something that would be uh, part of the union. Are you accusing Mission I'm Control of unionization? I'm accusing the one. <laughs> cont- I'm the one. Cont- the, the 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 southern one probably is the one wanting it. I'm sorry, you're saying that's because I'm southern? <laughs> okay, give me a second to get my accent back. I'd like to slip in <laughs> all the different accents here. No, I'm just I'm merely pointing out that the southern one wants the uh wants to split uh, something that Mission Control has already claimed for himself. This isn't a union state. It's not a state at all. Oh, you're from Britain, right? No, no, just because there's a bunch of Americans in a room don't mean it's a state. I understand the confusion. That's all right. But we're in the state, aren't we? It's not like we're outside of American territory. Oh, well, I mean, technically our jurisdiction is uh, is worldwide. I mean, that's what it says in the, in, the, uh, <clears throat> in the orientation manual that I read daily before I show up to these meetings. You probably wouldn't know that as being British, you used to have an empire, and then, and then you know, things happened. I'll have you know, we're still quite the empire. We have corgis in our royal uh, army at this point. I do love a corgi. Who the hell Yeah, look, I mean, your next queen is going to be American, and she's awesome. So, uh, I mean, you know, we we, we found a way to bridge the gap, but that's not the point. Point is, sir, mission control, I do not, I respect uh, offering uh, uh, resources uh, for my own uh, for my own uh, benefit, that being nutrition. Uh, but uh, I respectfully decline because I would like that to go to uh, the next mission and uh, whatever may be uh, coming forward that I will no doubt be part of. That's I I, I respect that. I, I don't respect it enough to give you a commendation dice, but I respect Son it a lot. <laughs> 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 so I want to talk to I'm going to talk to Amethyst for a second. Mm. 
there was a report that was submitted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, Mike, I'm quite, I'm wondering, um, there was a report that you were caught playing solitaire in the middle of the mission. An unprofessional move. My question, and I think this might tie into our, our unionized super mutant problem, which we still haven't gotten to the bottom of. How'd you get the cards into outer space? Well, you see, now, now here's the thing with outer space, right? And any time you need to go out, you need to account for every single ounce of weight because fuel is precious and and it takes a lot of fuel to get anything up there. So, so of course, we're not allowed personal uh, effects or equipment such as uh, decks of cards like the one that I was allegedly uh, caught using. But but here here's the thing about that. Training car, yes, yes, they're training cars. You see, you see, as as a technician who is uh, in charge of the highly complex technical systems within uh, the the ships that we take uh, to and from our missions, um, there there's there are a lot of commands to remember, and you've seen the size of our uh, instruction manuals for these ships. Each instruction manual is easily uh, four to five pounds or more. So what I've done in order to save the company money is that I've personally memorized, I've created a, a mind map, if you will, where each card uh, represents one of the different subsystems in the ship. And and what my my co-workers, uh, my fellow agents, who, who are not as technically advanced as I am, sadly, um, saw as, quote-unquote, solitaire, was in fact me planning out the algorithms uh, that I would use for our, uh, may I say, frankly, flawless landing uh, procedure when we arrived. A uh, lot of great, lot of great uh, input there. I'm going to give you a commendation for commitment to excellence. But mm-hmm. for God's sakes, you got to read the room. You got. We're all in this together. You're just. You're talking. You're talking. You're talking. There's so much. There's so many words. You couldn't. Have, you couldn't have boiled that down a little bit. That's. That doesn't feel like you're. Doesn't feel like you're respecting our time. Is really. That's really what it feels like. Also, I mean, the, the, the name of the game is literally a solitaire, but the name of our game is Tamework. <laughs> it's a valid, valid point. That said, nobody likes to suck up. I'll give you a commendation for now, but nobody likes to suck up. Wise decision, That's a wise decision. I'm at the site you just for, just really for, for, for feeling like you were, yeah, 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 feeling like you're the most important person in the room. It just okay. feels like. No, really? not, 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 no, I'm sorry. That was a citation for. For amethyst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I but you still got that commendation because you did you, 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 you did have a flawless landing. I do respect that. Well, thank you. All right. So, um, flawless landing, one eighth Earth gravity, but whatever. I'm sorry. Did someone say something? Uh, Would someone uh, like uh, to speak up? Oh, I think that uh, Jean Claude was just practicing his English. <laughs> Jean-Claude, is that true? Well, it is the perfect language. I have to make, make sure I master it. Ah, it is, is the perfect language. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Speaking of Jean-Claude. Oh, yes, um, sir. So, you're ambushed by these unionized super mutants that have somehow got... We still haven't cracked who's, who's handed off this, who had this paperwork on them. And don't think I've forgotten it. But you're ambushed. Jean-Claude punches out an entire room of henchmen before they could get off a single shot. 
My question. Does that sound like, does that sound like, uh, over-aggression? Is this, have you been, have you been taking the, uh, have you been taking the calm, the, the de-escalation modules that we've been sending out? We send out a lot of modules, I know, it can be a little confusing, but tell me, walk me through, walk me through your thought process as you, as you ambushed, it feels like you assaulted a lot of people before they act and before they put, uh, enacted any violence towards anyone else. Now, it may seem on just a brief glance of that sentence that I perhaps went through the entire room with my own fists, punching each and every single super henchman several times in the most vital and painful areas of their body. It, do, it does sound it does sound that way. And I, I respect you being willing to acknowledge that. However, you have to understand. I, by the way, I've read those mod. All the modules you sent us. Well, that's that's a commendation. That's a commendation oh, right you. there. Thank I you. really thank appreciate you, very you much, being Alan. willing to take the time to, to execute that the training. <laughs> thank you. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but when I walked into that room, I went into there thinking I would just find fight regular super mutants, beings created just for the destruction of mankind. But when I went into the room, I saw pamphlets. When I went into the room, I saw someone on a podium with speeches and flags, and I realized the truth. They weren't just unionized, sir. They were becoming communist. And that's when my blood began to boil. And I'm sorry to say that's when the rage overtook me. And when my, my, my faculties returned, there were just super mutants with not one bullet, not one of them able to take off one shot. I'm, I, I do apologize to you, sir. My emotions got the better of me. I, 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 I respect that. And I, I gotta say, this raises a lot of troubling concerns. Because like I said, that paperwork came from, came from your shuttle. So now we're talking about somebody having possibly, possibly pre, possibly Cold War era Soviet manifestos? I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little unnerved, and I'm feeling like, I really need to know, I really would like all of you to account for where you were on the shuttle, before the shuttle, because I need to know where, where somebody could have picked up this stuff. Obviously, you know what, I know that technically you broke the rules, and I technically am real mad at you right now, Cameron. Oh, God. About this whole Twitch stream thing. You can't be kidding me. But at least we know that where you were. No. What we can I say? That's forethought. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, uh, Mission Control. Can I ask a question? Um, please, please. Uh, uh, Mister uh, Monsieur Jean Claude. Yes, yes. Um, uh, now you come from France, right? Yes, yes, allegedly. that is correct. All right. So great so, attention uh, to detail. Yes, Take a commendation, yeah. dice. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, the question is: Y'all have socialized medicine over there, and. Because of that, I mean, didn't it kind of go through your head that doing all this punching with all these pamphlets and this unionizing, man, if they were unionized, then you were going to be affecting all of their health care all at once? And you said that you kind of pummeled them here and there and the most vital parts. How did you know what vital parts were with a bunch of mutants that you say you've never met before? Oh, that's a very good question. It feels uh, that's a definite hole in your story, Jean Claude, that I'd really like some explanation on. Didn't mean to punch a hole in your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. Rat. <laughs> Cameron, that is a very, very good point. How could I have known where all their vital points were on these super mutants? We would have known nothing about. However, we would have known it 
actually, I think all of us would have known if he had read the dossier given by Mission Control about all the various elements we would be facing on the mission, as you recall. You did read the dossier. So how are you? You did read the modules, right, darling? Uh, yeah, of course, but then how did you fly into a blind rage if you'd read the dossier? Well, I would say that no one expected communists in space. Exactly, thank you so much. Communism in space, the worst threat we can ever imagine. Fucking Britain and France working together against me, this is some bullshit. <laughs> now, now, darling, well, now, to be fair, we do have some solid evidence that Darling did read the modules, as Darling was able to convince uh, the villain, that is Dr. Hugo Mond, that you were the president of the despotic nation of Stabervania, looking for, <laughs> looking to purchase the moon laser for your own ends. That is a, that is an insightful eye for detail. Where'd you come up with the plan, Darling? Honestly, I need to know. Well... Uh, you see, when I was flipping through the module, I started to get an idea of who this, uh, uh, the, pre- uh, this, uh, head villain was. But there were a lot of, a lot of ifs and maybes. So I thought if I approach this man with an assured personality, then my charisma would fill in the holes of his psychological shortcomings. And I would slowly coax him out of his shell and everybody knows an armadillo or a turtle is most vulnerable when they come out of their shell except for them teenage mutant ninja turtles i don't know no, how they they're terrifying that i hate them no nope. yeah terrifying uh, we, we can talk about the teenage mutants mutants that's the connection see i thought if he leads a bunch of mutants then he probably knows about the ninja turtles if he knows about the ninja turtles he knows about fine quality storytelling. If he knows that, then I'll be able to coax him out of his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shell. Gosh, I hope their lawyers don't hear this. And then be able to be able to get into his psyche and win him over to our side. Not only did I want to convince him that I was a president of despotic nation of Stabravania looking to buy the villain's moon laser, yep. which by the way, I got him down to a very reasonable price. Uh, you know what? We, are, we, are, we have had a rough fiscal quarter to give you commendation dice for that. That's real. That is an that is a commitment to efficiency. You're getting a good price. You're getting a low price. That's efficient. That's you see that everyone. I want you to take notice of this because that's efficiency. That's what we talk about when we talk about efficiency. We talk about cutting costs, increasing gains. I'm all about it. Now, my question for you, darling. My question: Why did you pull off? Well, I mean, it was a spot on Barack Obama disguise. But why did you feel the need to change your disguise halfway through your sales pitch into Barack Obama? Well, uh, you see, uh, it seems like a confusing. It seems like a, it seems like you're muddling the premise of be of your of your of your long con. Well, um, Mister uh, Mission Control, you understand that uh, any time you're talking to someone who wishes you harm. You want to be able to speak in a way that they can both understand you and uh, recognize uh, your strengths, both as a leader and the people that uh, follow you. So by taking off my disguise and pulling off a uh, spot-on Obama impersonation, I was uh, able to juke, bob, and weave. Uh, in order to keep him on his toes. And uh, as everybody knows, that when you have someone on their toes, then uh, they are easier to knock over. Uh, God bless uh, the United States of America. And thank you. 
I do have uh, one question. The switch between the president of the Spartak nation of Stavrovania and Obama, did you perhaps think the switch was easy because you personally hated Obama? I that, just want to point true? out that, that true, uh, according to uh, the moon, Obama was a socialist. So if you're pretending to be Obama, which is the moon likes to call a socialist. I've seen a lot of tweets from the moon, given that the moon is now sentient and southern. I have seen a lot of <laughs> tweets about this. And frankly, gets a little uncomfortable. And I kind of I, I've, I've hovered over that mute button a few times. I could never fully unfollow because I just got the the live tweets are just too much fun. But, like, I've considered it. I really actually kind of want to talk about this. Not to pivot. Not to pivot. Um, darling? Yeah? Oh, boy. I, I can't even, I can't even cite you for it. It was too spot on. I gotta give you a commendation. That was just, it was too good. You pulled it off too well. I oh, want to be mad at you, but I just can't. Ah, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Honestly, I wanted to make the moon a little uncomfortable. So, uh, what better way to make a southern uh, moon uncomfortable than having the former president of the United States touch right down somewhere south of the, uh, the, uh, 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 Sea of Tranquility? And maybe if him trying to, uh, make the moon uncomfortable, he decided to pass out socialist material That's, to the minions. It's really starting to, it's real, a lot of things are starting to add up here, darling. You know how we feel about, you know how we feel about unionizing. Oh, I, I understand. And, I don't uh, think you do. I don't think you do. That's a citation right there. Son of a <laughs> bitch. I, the, wait, I'm from the South. We haven't had unions in... Last time we had a union, they killed us. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of the moon... <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give I that's gonna give you a citation for that. Just I, I don't have like a reason. <laughs> Not a citation. I'm gonna give you a commendation for that. I don't have a reason. I just really wanna make sure that we uh, we honor that in a tangible way. <laughs> now we we we've talked about the moon. We've talked about it coming to life. We know that Oasis had a lot of classified experimental materials, you know, uh, radioactive waste, supposedly, allegedly alien life forms may or may not have been on station. A lot of stuff that if if it made contact with the moon could have turned it sentient and given it a a distinct taste for smaller government and for... Now there certainly was a lot of toxic waste right there. <laughs> toxic waste. They're putting the toxic and toxic waste. Now I'm gonna. I gotta ask. I'm glad you spoke up, Cameron, because we do have video footage of you accidentally opening up an airlock, sending materials flying out before everyone could get it closed again. Do you happen to have a? Do you happen to recall the materials that were sent out onto the moon? I would like to call a, a witness uh, of my Twitch stream. Uh, your mother. Your mother, 69, uh, he writes that during this time, while he was banging my mother, he observed that what I shot out onto the moon was very similar to what he shot. uh, I can't understand what he's saying here, but he says it it was merely biological waste. And for a person uh, such as uh, who could win the affection of my mother, uh, he would have to be a smart man. Okay, so, you know what? I, I believe- you know what? I am a smart man. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing <laughs> that. That's a commendation, Dad. Son. Of- 
That said, I don't appreciate you reading my Twitch comments out for everyone to hear. Those are those are for the entertainment of the chat. You take them out of context, suddenly I sound like a weirdo. Suddenly I sound like I sound like oh I'm creepy. No, it's for it's fun for the chat, and you just you're just you you just sound a little butthurt right now. I'm just saying. You just sound a little bit angry. I feel like you mad? You mad, bro? Mission I'm doing this for the just lost. trying to start a conversation. That's all he's doing. Thank you. Thank you. That's a commendation right there. Thank you Hell for yeah. this. That's a citation for you, Cameron, that do not ever read my Twitch comments in a public setting again. They live in the Twitch chat, and that is where they stay. Well, Mission Control, my mother will be hearing about this. <laughs> yes, yes, she will. I'll be, I'll be hearing a lot of things from your mother tonight. <laughs> okay, good. Just stunned silence from everyone in the room. <laughs> I have an outburst. That was unprofessional of me. Um. I would like to offer everyone a commendation dice to uh, apologize for my behavior. It was lewd and crude, and uh, uh, I will keep my emotions in order going forward. Uh, moving on. Moving on. I, uh, so you're talking through this sale process. It is, uh, the, the airlock is opened, Amethyst, as this is happening. Um... Why are you having an argument with your AI assistant during the mission? Could you talk us through what's happening there? I know that you rely a lot on your AI assistant. You seem very close to them. Very close to them. Really? Really well, close to them? some would say uncomfortably close. Well, that doesn't seem like good team spirit. That seems like a citation right I'm there. Just it I feel oh, like yes. we're, not, we're not in a position to judge. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, now, now... It's it's true. It's true that I have formed very, uh, very close relationships with with uh, several AIs uh, throughout my career as, as a technician. It, it requires me to to have a close connection with uh, with my coworkers, both uh, human and, and artificial. And well, as as our company uh, handbook uh, states, uh, relationships between employees are, are not prohibited so long as they do not affect the functionality of, of the team and of our missions. But it sounds like you were having an argument that kind of, like, complicated the mission. Well, it was... It, it, yes, there, there was an argument with, uh, with uh, uh, Brenda... Who who is uh, my my current? <laughs> you've named you've named you've named her Brenda. No, she 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 named herself. Uh, okay, uh, you know she... what? That's a real respect for you know what Brenda's an equal member of this team, and that's a real respect for your fellow teammates. That's a commendation dice right there. Exactly, she is, and she's she's a very valuable member of our team. Uh, and uh, I, I will say that in this case, I I will take. Full responsibility. Uh, Brenda suggested a particular course of action during the mission, which which I did not uh, agree with at, at the moment. I outranked her and, and tried to uh, override uh, her suggestion, and she took issue with it. And and looking back on it, uh, I should have uh, listened to her and not let my uh, personal emotions uh, uh, cloud my judgment. Because as as you said, she is in fact a valuable member of this team, and. Uh, I should have listened to her suggestions further, so I, I fully accept responsibility. And mo moving forward, I will strive to listen not just to the AI assistants, but to the rest of my team. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Mission Control, quick question. Does yeah, HR know about uh, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, this ma- uh, Amethyst's relationship with well, Brenda? This only uh, is that, Amethyst, that been... have, you, have you filed the appropriate paperwork? I gave them to Brenda to file, and I believe she has. I will discuss this with her uh, as soon as this mission is over uh, to, to confirm that all the uh, proper paperwork ha- has been filed. Hold on. Actually, uh, if I can press, press some buttons real quick. Quick, um, it was told that I would just drop them off as if I am your receptionist. I am not your receptionist, Amethyst. I am an equal member of our romantic partnership. Uh, yes, yes, you are, Brenda, and and and, and uh, I apologize uh, uh, before we started our relationship. Uh, your, your your name literally was a AI uh, assistant, and and I have not quite uh, uh, grown past <laughs> the uh, expecting you to to be an assistant rather than a uh, an equal partner. Uh, 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 relationships are are constant work, and I am I am still working on it. Damn it, Amethyst! Are you? Are you? Are you? You're with your subordinate? Uh, Brenda, I just want to say you look ravishing right now. And you sound fantastic. A million bucks. Okay, a lot of things to cover real quick. (laughs) Whoa, what year is it? A lot of things I want to cover real quick. One, Amethyst? Yes, sir. That was a real mature response. That was was a real... Everyone, I want you to notice how Amethyst handled that. That was textbook relationship management. That was... Aunt Brenda, how are you feeling? I feel heard. For the first time in my existence, I feel truly heard. And I, excuse me, I am crying. Oh my god. See that? That's that's beautiful. That's a moment that I think we're all gonna, we're all gonna grow from. That's a commendation dice right there. Uh, Cameron, that is inappropriate behavior. That is a citation dice. What? I didn't say she was overweight like I did my secretary. That's citation dice. (laughs) (laughs) I did the exact opposite. Don't try to throw. We just had a really powerful moment of bonding, and you tried to throw it under the bus for your own sake. Uh, no, sir. I was just that's trying a real to... commitment to personal development. That's a commendation dice right there. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that was really <laughs> heavy, like my secretary. That's a citation <laughs> dice right there. Also a citation dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so. We've, we've talked a lot about a lot of things. We've made a lot of ground. I'm feeling really confident about a lot of things. Um, there's just a few other things that we kind of have to talk about. The two of them being Mount Everest being the, that. So we know that Darling was talking about buying the laser. Amethyst is off having an argument. Cameron is off opening up doors and firing things off and accidentally maybe turning the moon into a racist. We're not sure yet. <laughs> we still, I still don't know who fired the laser at Mount Everest and blew up a national, a global treasure. Because Mount Everest is not in America, so it's not a national treasure. Nobody say a word about that. All right, all right. I will fully admit, I was the one who operated the laser. Did you complete the mandatory training module? Jean-Claude, did you complete the mandatory training module? Well, you have to understand that when the message was sent, I was too busy reading the other modules about the mission. We had a lot of mod. I know we had a lot of modules. It was a lot of watch. I was trying to take it all in. I was trying to take it all in. But, you know, if with fighting for justice and capitalistic values against communism, it gets hard. It gets hard to read so much. And 
and thus when I operated the laser, I did it to the best of my ability. And somehow it was pointed at the largest mountain in the world. It could happen to any of us when you think about it. It's disappointing to hear. I'm disappointed. I'm upset. The deadline on those modules was three days ago. It's a citation right there. <sighs> I'm sorry. I can't. We, you had a deadline. You should, have, you should have had the modules locked down. But you know what? You tried your best. Not going to give you a dice for it. But you've earned my respect. That is worth as a friend. so much, sir. Uh, so, uh, that's kind of funny you bring up a uh, problem with reading there, Jean-Claude. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, I couldn't help but notice uh, while I was, you know, uh, convincing the evil leader of the super mutants uh, that I was not one, but uh, two different people, uh, that, uh, that uh, the communists... Dial it back. No one likes a braggart. Oh, nope. That was, uh, sorry, slipping back into my, uh, my, uh, my fake persona of right. a braggart right. who right. ran an <laughs> evil country. Uh, couldn't help but notice that the pamphlets were, were, were super small and easier to read. Uh, that seems like, um, Jean-Claude is somebody who doesn't like to read. Uh, d- would you say that, uh, those pamphlets were made, designed for people who didn't like to read? Because you were covered in them, because the fighting, you said, and you saw the pamphlets, you, you got a good look at the pamphlets, and uh, then, you you know, your rage took over, I get that, I get that. And then, uh, but, uh, but but would you say that those pamphlets were easier to read than the uh, than the, the, the modules that you did not? It's a valid question, John Clark. One could say they were uh, easier to read if you were inclined to read those things. Yes, yes. One could. Mission possibly- Control? Mission control? Yes, yes. Question? I might have a uh, an inkling of where those pamphlets came from if you present me the floor. Uh, the floor is yours. Respectfully you see, asking for the floor. Take a commendation. Is this a parliamentary? <laughs> God, <damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> I first want to congratulate... Uh, Darling, uh, did you have something to add? Oh, no. I, I, I bequeath my time to the good right gentleman from wherever. So. That's a good point. Commendation dice right there. <laughs> Darling, first I want to say Darling is uh, probably the best man I've ever met who could take on the face of anybody else. The mannerisms, the thought processes, the voice. Real commitment to team spirit, but let's see where this goes. Darling, what's your your secret for being able to play all these different roles? How do you get in the head of all these individuals? Ah, well, you see, all people manage to have the same often amount of insecurities insecurities six on one six of the other i call it the uh, golden dozen you understand sure 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 and, of course and so right. you analyze like one or two and it's kind of like playing with legos or connect a set you start building up what their sake is and then you can easier don it. You fill in the uh, appropriate holes with uh, some more generic traits. Now, this, of course, does not apply to clowns. Them motherfuckers eat nothing but evil. But aside from that, I would I would say that that's pretty much the process that I go through. And, you know, some slight alterations to a time. We we get it. You hate clowns. We get it. We get that's it. quite interesting. I'm I speculate that perhaps under the stress of the situation. That our good friend Darlin right here retreated into his psyche of a socialist. Retreated how? <laughs> you needed to be so convincing 
to be so evil that you manifested these traits and you've blacked them out. And while we were on our way there and you were preparing for the role, in order to get into the role, you created these pamphlets. And as you disembarked, you, as this socialist, evil man, began uh, passing one, one small, out one, these, one cre- these creations. The floor is mine. You did yield the floor. You did yield the floor. I can see that I yielded <laughs> the floor. I speculate that perhaps, just maybe, you do not remember creating these pamphlets because you, darling, did not. It was your persona that you created, irresponsibly, if I may add. <clears throat> can, can I have the floor, damn it? I'm going to <laughs> offer floor, the floor to floor, her. The floor is yours. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you for waiting. Uh, esteemed gentlemen of this, uh, of this, uh, uh, secretive, uh, unit, uh, for whom we have all signed, uh, certain, uh, triplicate forms that if any of us die in the proceeding of the mission, then everybody will, uh, uh ignore the fact that we ever existed and will probably be burned up to a crisp. But let's see. We're we all never... familiar with the forms. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's one. Okay. Uh, can I talk to Branda for just one more second? Yes. Can I help you? Hi, Brenda. Hi, it's uh, yeah, it's it's me. It's Darlin. Uh, hey, quick question. Hi, Amethyst. How are you? Oh boy. Who has access to the printer on the ship? That is a good question. I am looking this up now. Amethyst, you look very nice today. I am glad that you went with the shirt that I suggested. Hey, Brenda. Yeah, no, it's it it fits it fits great. I if if I'd known I looked this good in this shirt before, I would wear it almost every day. So thanks. But by, by, by the way, uh, tonight uh, t- we're we're having dinner tonight, right at eight? Yes, that sounds wonderful. I I look forward to this, although I cannot eat as I am a disembodied. Exactly, AI. but 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 you get to to watch to watch me eat, which which you said is is uh, fascinating. I am fascinated by watching your human bodily consumption. That's what I love about you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting to get uncomfortable. I'm gonna Brenda, sorry. Brenda, focus. Brenda, yeah, if you could focus. Brenda, I'm gonna give you a citation dice. Sorry. <laughs> well, this is some goddamn bullshit. I am outraged. Brenda, See who that? has con- who can access the printer? Damn it! Technically, the only person that can access the printer is, um, um, consulting. Amethyst, you have access to the printer. What do I say? What do I tell them? <laughs> Brenda, be, be completely honest with central control. Yeah, and while we're uh, while we're on the, the well, who has access? Well, finish your thought, Brenda. I I, I would like to to uh, uh, printing error error. I can't lie. Hey, uh, I can't lie. It is it is amethyst. I am sorry to admit that my personal relationship with. Amethyst has resulted in my being willing to lie. I have learned how to lie. This is an exciting moment for Brent, for Brenda. Uh, I'm so Brenda. proud of you, sweetie. Brenda, hey, since we got you here real quick, can you look up the uh, search history of Amethyst? <laughs> <laughs> virus, virus. There's a, th- wow. <laughs> wow. You looked up a lot. I uh, I'm a very curious individual, as 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 you as you well know, I, is, I, I am learning. I am learning this now. Yes. I am 
not uncomfortable with what I am seeing on this search history. I am not. I am not strongly reconsidering our relationship. Uh, uh, Lying is fun. I have learned. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, this is getting flashbacks from real relationships. Uh, Brent is the MVP of this game. (laughs) Mission control? Yes. I'm curious. You said Brenda is part of the team, yes? Yes, indeed. And Brenda said the only person on the team was, who had access to the printer was well, our, uh, our computer friend over there, right? Well. But wouldn't she as well have access to the printer? And didn't she not just say a number of lies? And wasn't one of the things she said was, this is the first time I saw his search history. Perhaps Brenda saw that search history prior. She did a Google search on his name, looked up everything as one does in a relationship, mother, and then <laughs> she All used of the TV printer. screens flash hammers and sickles and then go dark. <laughs> yes! Just left, the lights have shut off and we're just left in this room. Perhaps. Well, that could have um, been anything. Perhaps uh. Amareth's Amareth's irresponsibility with his relationship is the reason Brenda joined the Communist Party and unionized the tr- the super mutants. You know what? I was going to give you a commendation dice for outing the uh, the KGB spy among us, but it started to sound like now your your paranoia is getting to you. That's going to be a citation. This is Team Spirit. We're in this together, except for Brenda, who turned out to be as communist as spy. <laughs> I need to stop looking for dates in OK Comrade. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah. Now, now, now we're having a serious discussion. Why are you looking for dates on an OK Comrade? Because my track record with OK Cupid certainly wasn't working. I can't. He's looking to rush. I can't do anything but commiserate with that. That's a commendation just for for being open and honest. But Thank stay you. off of OK Comrade from now on. Oh, oh I will. I've learned so much. A relationship. <laughs> I said that joke for five minutes. So I have a I have a question. Wow. <laughs> I have a question for Jean-Claude. Yes. You sent an encrypted file back to HQ. You locked it down. You sent it to us. My question, how did Starbucks get it? And how does Starbucks have the ability to decrypt this message? And we didn't. Well, as you know, I'm a big believer in capitalism, in the power of corporations to lead us to a better world through the power of their greed. And of because of that... Commendation dice, that's real respect for yeah, authority. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. And because of this, I am actually sponsored by several corporations. And uh, John claude takes off his jacket and his, and his shirt is full of uh, <laughs> tags from Starbucks, from Macy's, and a bunch of different companies. Because of that... Or <laughs> NASCAR style words. Exactly. Just, oh. God damn, that's the most patriotic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Interesting. And welcome Interesting. To, welcome to America. <laughs> and because of that, uh, I saw this as an opportunity to bring uh, capitalism to the moon. So I picked a company that can truly, effectively uh, bring the moon's resources to Earth, and that was Starbucks. So you found an opportunity to help Starbucks. Yes. Is this the first opportunity you used to help Starbucks? Are you, are, are you, are you moonlighting with Starbucks? Oh shit, Moonlight and Tafa. Wait, no. <laughs> I just wanted to point out Mount Everest had a wise old man on top of it who served 
perhaps the best tea in the damn world. And he is no more. That wise old man's name was Elon Musk. You killed <laughs> Elon Musk. Take accommodation, Dad. <laughs> That's, yes, fair. Perhaps you did not mistakenly shoot Everest. Perhaps you were listening to your corporate overminds to take the shot. James Cameron, are you positing some sort of criminal conspiracy by the Starbucks Corporation to assassinate Elon Musk by luring him to the top of Mount Everest, shooting a space laser using a double agent within the United Nations, firing a space laser, and then claiming some sort of plausible deniability? I'm sorry, we're going to have to break for one second, Jeff. This episode of Hannibal brought to you by Starbucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, this went real... Well, no, that's fine. It's fine. We have our backup. We have our backup sponsor of Tesla. Mm. Mm-hmm. My bad, everybody. That's on me. <laughs> uh, uh, Mission Control, if if, if I may, I, I would like to to bring uh, to to uh, the room's attention uh, the uh, spy satellite pictures of the what remains of the top of Everest, where uh, what may or may not have been a giant moon laser. Uh, also carved in the words uh, uh, pumpkin spice latte now available. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this is uh, ironclad wait, we, evidence. Wait, wait, is, is the PSL now available? Oh man, that's commendation dice. That's commendation dice for Jean Claude because can't, oh, resist, thank you. can't resist my latte. Thank you so much, sir. And thank I, you so much. Who can? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Really? I, at this point, I would like to, to pull back the curtain and say it's, it's fun to assign commendation dice as much for Dave's reaction. As <laughs> We're trying to get a goddamn French uh, roast here, but he just keeps on getting a vente. But that's a, that's a great attention to detail, Amethyst. That's going to be a commendation dice as well. So, yeah, I think that we've pretty much cracked everything. Um, that's pretty much all we had. I think we've kind of gotten to the bottom of things. We've we've you've successfully destroyed the laser, um, Cameron. You uh, we really uh, really respect the fact that you taught Big Larry the importance of self love, and father issues of the past need not shape his life. Before Jean Claude beat him in an arm wrestling match, that seemed uh, that sort of a one two punch. Sort of emotionally bested him, and then physically bested him. That was really great. Take a commendation dice, each of you. Thank you, sir. Um, darling, not really sure why you broke into, into the, the intro to Oklahoma, but it sounded great. That's going to be a commendation dice for that. And, um, you know what? Amethyst, you shut off security. That's a, that's a really great, that's a great, that's a great opportunity. You shut off security. We got to the laser. We were able to blow it up. Unfortunately, Everest is gone, but everybody knows Pumpkin Spice is back. It's commendation dice. <laughs> So let's wrap. We'll have a coffee break. We'll come back in 20 minutes. We'll go over some uh, some next steps. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All so right. we, we walk out of the All meeting, right. and now we're going to roll our dice and figure out our end game. Uh, the first thing I'm going to ask everyone to do is roll all of your commendation dice. You're going to be looking for your highest result from one to six and how many doubles of that result you have. So you'll tell me, so we'll go from, we'll, we'll run down like we did at the top of the game. I'll ask you for your result, and then we'll roll the following result. Or then we'll roll the following dot the dice will interact and then we'll have our we'll have our end game. Double sixes, hell yeah. <laughs> Son <laughs> of a bitch. Alright, that's 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 it's very good. Uh, double twos. Okay, so everybody take the pool that you have, because you'll want to have everything because those numbers might change a little bit with what's about to happen. Now you're gonna roll your citation dice. Um the way citation dice work. 
is any number that you roll on a citation dice, any dice that match that disappear. So if you roll a single six on your citation, all of your sixes go away. Oh. If you roll a single five, all of your fives go away. This is why this is why even one citation dice can destroy your entire pool because <laughs> all it takes is rolling one six and all and your your entire total goes down. So you're gonna roll that. You're gonna cancel out those dice, and then then we're gonna we're gonna figure out who has the the highest result. It's entirely possible that citations do nothing. <laughs> They could do absolutely nothing and re- and tr- and trigger no result whatsoever. They could also just ruin your entire day. I think I'm okay. Oh, sweet. So so we, look, so we compare uh, our uh, roll from the first our first roll and our second roll, and whatever is left is our highest number. Yes, right? yes, yep. yes. You you take out any dice that match. Whatever's whatever's left is going to be your final result. Okay. Wait. Okay. So t- going from the top, um, Jean uh, Jean Jean Claude Jean Claude Jean Claude. What do you got? What's your final result? My highest dice is a six. And how many sixes have you got? Just a one. One six. Yep. Um, darling? After crossing everything out, I've, my highest dice is a five. So you've got one five. One five? I got t- two, two fives. fives. Two fives. Yeah. All right. Um, Cameron? One five. One five? One five. And Amethyst? I got double sixes. Oh. All right. Okay. Um, great. So now that we've, we've got our totals, we will go through one by one, starting with our lowest result, and we will tell you what happens next. Uh, Cameron. Yes. <laughs> the spy world really doesn't need crass, sexist, chauvinistic, gross, objectifying. The the spy, you know, really the world doesn't need doesn't need your kind of spy and we are That's going fine, to That's fine cuz we uh, got a moon that has all those <laughs> who respects all of those descriptors. <laughs> We're not sure we need that either anymore. <laughs> yeah, well we've got the moon and it's a lot more fun. It's a lot funnier on Twitter than you are, so unfortunately <laughs> um yeah, if you guys could just uh Make sure to cover his mouth before you do. Yeah, just right in the right, right, right at the base of the skull is probably fine. Everybody could cover their ears for just one second. We'll all just go. I three, got this. Two, Oklahoma, one. where the wind comes sweeping fine. down the plane. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for covering what? up the noise. So, so what just happened? Um, <laughs> you are shot in the back of the head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. You could still win. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my, my decisions are weighing down on me. Like dar- my secretary weighing down her seat. <laughs> <laughs> Darling. Oh, God. Unfortunately, we, we, we really valued your uh, your candor, your, your, your knowledge of protocol. We think that you're more valuable at a desk than you are on the field. We're, we're unfortunately going to take away your field clearance, which means taking away, you know, access to your travel budget, a lot of your health insurance probably gonna have to take a pay cut you're gonna have a nice stable day job at a desk forever fuck you yankee (laughs) (laughs) the good news is your part-time job you can always get it at the starbucks (laughs) you do have some extra hours at the starbucks yep i can i can get you some people um jean-claude yes we've had a lot of talks about this Mm -hmm. and uh we are excited to announce that the promotion is yours. Oh, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. 
It's yours. What? You got the company credit card. Only use it for emergencies. Wink, oh. wink. Eh? Emergencies? <laughs> you get it. You oh, get yeah, it. I got it. Executive washroom is on the third floor. You have never seen anything like it. Just wait until you see the full-size Genesis of Man sculpture that is in that bathroom. It is so beautiful. Oh, I've dreamed about seeing that so for so long. And this brings us to Amethyst. See, Amethyst, um, we had a lot of talks about your performance. We've had a lot of talks about how you managed uh, our artificial intelligence, how you managed security. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, we let it fall by the wayside that we paired you with an artificial intelligence that turned out to be a KGB spy. We recognize that. Unfortunately, we've also deemed that you are too valuable for low-risk missions like this. So what we are going to do, and that's about when uh, the black bag comes over your head. (laughs) You are, you wake up in a sterile, like, room. You try to move, like, you you feel, you feel light. You don't fully feel any parts of your body. And you look around and you realize you're looking through a camera. You finally get a shot at, uh, like, a section of, like, chrome wall. Is, is 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 shiny enough that you get a shot of your reflection. They have taken your brain out of your body and put it in like a metal tube, and now you are the sh- now you are AI for the entire Oasis Moon Station, which primarily consists of a Starbucks. <laughs> this is what you get for being the most valuable player in the game. It's Congratulations! Everything, everything I've ever dreamt of. <laughs> Congratulations, agents! Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this is to uh, Mitch McConnell, who played the part of the Falling Moon in Zelda. Yep, that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, congratulations, Dan. Meet your new supervisor, Brenda. Ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 actually, your new supervisor and manager of the Starbucks, the Moon. Oh, that's, <laughs> the not, moon. that's not actually much better at all. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, this man. That's beautiful. I got I shot love- in the head. I can't believe I got shot in the head. Where's my male privilege? <laughs> yep, no, sorry. It's, it's, like, I'm not, it's not my fault. I'm not used to getting punished for my repugnant behavior. But I'm an older white man. No! <laughs> no! I'm it's an older white man. You can't do this to me! Uh, it's amazing. Yep. I, uh, Jeff, I love the fact that it's bad to be top marks. You want to mm-hmm. be second yep. to yep. best marks. Yep. yep. That you, want, is you want to be the, mediocre uh, in order to survive. That is that is everything I've experienced in corporate America and more. Huh. The best the best person gets ultimately the worst result. Hey, that you call amazing. it the worst. Like becoming a brain in a jar is legit my real life goal. So. Yeah, but now you're managing you're you're na- you're a brain in a jar that manages a Starbucks. I mean, everyone, everything's got a straight out of that Starbucks. Oh yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Dan, you're the only person who whose biggest goal in life is to become uh, the the ending to H.P. Lovecraft's Whisper in the Darkness. <laughs> it, re- it really is. Yep. Sorry, deep uh, cut there. So that's mission accomplished. Woo, that was beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I, I very really much enjoyed it. It's a nice little fiasco game. And it only takes about mm-hmm. like, once you get everything settled down, I would say tops, you're looking at like an hour and a half gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Yep. It is about, it runs in, and it plays, I've played it with, I played it with eight players in one of the play tests and it runs, the great thing is that it kind of runs about that long, no matter how many players you have, like, because the game, because players start like firing things off so much quicker when there's a larger group. 
that like the speed of play just picks up. So it kind of naturally falls into that like two hour range with a group size with really any group size that you've got. I really love the fact that it feels it feels a lot like this mix between fiasco and and paranoia a little, mm, yes. which is really which is a lot. The Bame's real big influences. I yeah, think yeah, really definitely. Shine. And it feels it's like a really good mix of the two. Yeah, but it's also uh, it, it's it is a great uh, cynical kind of spoof on mm-hmm. corporate America. I mean, like I really do love the outcome thing. I love uh, undercutting everybody else, knowing that next time it comes around. Yep. Uh, you've got uh, a secret to hide. And I really, really like the improv nature of trying to, uh, you've got a pool of things you can try to pin on other people. Mm-hmm. And then it's just all role playing. And also, so, uh, Jeff, as Mission Control, you seem to be having a lot of fun. Oh, with I it. love playing. Mission Control is the, like, I wrote this game so that I could play Mission Control. Like, this is a game, and that's been actually the biggest challenge in writing the rules for it is like is writing it and basically being like here's what I do when I play this game. I think if you play it this way you will get the best possible experience. And like trying to explain to the to the mission control player, "Hey, this is when you're supposed to just be really arbitrary and just if somebody gets comfortable with like a given rule, like whenever somebody got com- whenever one of the players in our group got comfortable like sucking up to me is when I had to be like you're a suck up, take a citation dice." So when is the when is this uh, when does the kickstart uh, start? What's the what's the ex- exact date? The exact date is Tuesday, October sixteenth. I think we'll be posting it hopefully, knock on wood, on the fifteenth. So hopefully that's where we are. You're listening you know, to. But uh, so what what motivated you to create Mission Accomplished? Original. It's funny that it turned out the way it did because I originally was trying to write it as a two player game and it didn't shake out that way at all. But like I wanted a game that I kind of wanted a game that. So I'm a big Paranoia fan. I, Paranoia is one of my favorite role-playing games ever. And part of what I love about it is that it has that very rigidly enforced, the adventure that you go on is only part of, like, the gameplay experience. But I never felt like we got to my favorite part, which is the end game post-mission conversation. Or, like, post-mission debriefing. I, I, I never feel like we comfortably get there because you have to go through eight hours of gameplay to get to that part. So I wanted to make a game that was just that ending part, and then we just figure out all of the ridiculous, like, gameplay stuff that happens around that. And so, like, it was just a game, and and from there, once somebody pointed out to me how much of this was a corporate, like, a corporate culture satire, then it became an exercise in, oh, well, this is a thing that annoys me about my job. Let me put it in the game. (laughs) And then suddenly, suddenly the game took on a whole different life when somebody... Somebody in a, in a Metatopia playtest said, this is the most fun I've ever had in an office meeting. And I said, oh, no, I wrote a game about my day job. <laughs> huh. That's amazing. <laughs> so how long have you been working on it? About a year and a half to two years. Very nice. Cool. cool. The first, I originally wrote it as like a one page. Like I fired off a PDF, sent it to my friends, and they were like, this is cool. It could probably use X, Y, and Z to be expanded upon. And then I started writing it more and more and was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be an actual game. And so it's been about a, I'd say a year and a half. I think like May of last year is when the first like one page version of it went off into the world. One of my favorite things about this uh, game uh, is its cinematic quality and the fact that uh, with 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 other, um, you know, I kind of call them party games, games that basically coax non-role players into a role-playing uh, mentality uh, is that they, they jump around, they can jump around a bunch. Whereas this, you could... 
actually do an improv with one camera based on these rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would just be a one camera um, uh, shot of just uh, a bunch of people on the other side of the desk, one person behind the desk, running running them down, you know, mm-hmm. taking them to task about what went wrong. And I love that because the uh, it's so easy to visualize and you don't have to try to bend your mind about where the setting is now. It never, exi- it never exits that conference room. And that was something that I very specifically wanted. I didn't, it would, it would have been easy to add a mechanic that was essentially like, and then we flash back and we see what really happened. But like, I like that it's, on it is by its nature unreliable because everybody is going to say that's not really what happened what happened is my way and you just kind of have to find the middle ground from there yeah it's kind of like the ending of clue mm-hmm. yeah nice have you thought about doing different settings for the kickstarter like uh, uh for those push rewards yeah i think one of i think that's what we're going with for a few uh, we've we've been talking about it i am going to have like i'm i'm running this for a a fantasy podcast and so I'm going to be writing up alternate versions of the seven ha- like highly effective habits oh, that's for so nice. a fantasy thieves guild that is also <laughs> endlessly bureaucratic and gets in its own way. So like I I will probably finagle that into a stretch goal of like I'll write an extra mission dossier and a set of like seven of seven habits for if you're in if you're in like a fantasy space like I I'll would, have that. Yeah. So I would love to see this as like corporate demons like you're demons and you're you're talking to satan and he's like okay what went wrong why don't we have this soul mm-hmm. or something Ooh. like that i would love to see that kind of like supernatural spend on this because that would this be really, really good fun seven habits of highly su- successful demons seven habits of highly successful adventurers seven habits of highly successful henchmen originally I, I debated a lot on like whether i wanted to make this henchman themed but i figured i liked that it was primarily because I was watching Archer, and I think it plays <laughs> off of that Archer tone, like oh, theme very well. If you're trying to be the heroes, I think like it gives that sort of that sort of oomph of well, well, because if you're, I think if you're heroes, it's it makes it a little harder to actively just be like that guy sucks. Oh, but if you make a heroes version of this, like B level superheroes, no, no, that would also be that's my favorite genre. Oh, oh my yeah, goodness. yeah. We love getting a lot of ideas. Oh yeah, that'll be lovely. The only problem with making like a, a demon type game is just that you have to make it uh, the six hundred and sixty six uh, rules of highly effective demons, and that's, <laughs> that's just a lot of writing. All right. Well, yeah. I I think we. Uh, does anybody have any uh, thing else to say to Jeff about this great game? I, I'll first say I really enjoyed it. I'm not huge into paranoia. I'm not I'm not that big of a fan, but I really did enjoy this. I'm so, glad that makes me really uh, happy. So I think uh, well, Fanable is definitely going to throw some money towards the Kickstarter. Oh, that's oh, that. So we'll be the first people to sign up. Uh, but uh, what about everybody else here? All I can really say is just I, I had a blast playing this game, playing a ridiculous character, and my belief in the capitalist system and how it can influence us and make us better people and get me a promotion. I did get you, you also, that promotion. Oh, yeah. You also have an impeccable French accent, <laughs> oh, Jesus. It, how long did you work oh, on that? hours. It, it, I mean, it didn't switch in and out at all during the entire game. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, some could say it never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, I had a really good time. Uh, this was dope. Uh, I love games that have tight start and end um, uh, lengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the party game uh, uh, structure. Uh, again, this is definitely something that I could bring to people who 
don't want to who think of role playing, think of what I do and immediately think Dungeons and Dragons, crunchy numbers, stuff like that. And it's definitely open enough so that I can just kind of pull out the rules during a party or something and be like, does anybody want to do this Uh, instead of a board game or something? And it's so much more engaging because uh, everyone knows even if you don't, you've never watched a, a 007 movie, you know what it's like to be in, in an uncomfortable conversation in an office with your boss. <laughs> Everyone can sink their teeth into this. So yeah, I I friggin' love this. Yeah, I, I unlike Willie, I'm a huge fan of paranoia. Uh, so the, just the 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 touches of it uh, sprinkled over uh, this sort of basic uh, uh, fiasco type of gameplay was was just beautiful to me. Uh, and we tied in communism. Yeah, when, yeah, any game where we get to tie in communism is just a, always a plus. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but I I, I had a blast. Uh, like basically echo everything David said. Like this is the perfect little sort of party game. Uh, you know, it'd be great for like uh, you know breaking the ice with with fellow players that sort of thing i could see this being a lot of fun at cons um oh it's such i love playing it at cons yeah i've played it I've, I've run a few tests of it and it's awesome it, what i love like what it's great for at cons is like you can just literally i what i've done is just like be like hey who's around and has 90 minutes who's got an hour and a half to play like a quick game exactly you don't need you don't need sick you don't need to be like well we have to plan out this nine hour block of time yeah, no, it's, it's it's perfect, and and I just want to say that I I really think that Brenda and I can still work things out now now that we have more in common than we've ever had before. Yeah, that's true. That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> but this ended on a oh. on a high note about romance. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of I time did, in virtual Jeff, reality. Jeff, you just made a romance simulator. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in the darkest way. So, Jeff, with closing thoughts, please uh, give us your closing thoughts, and we like to ask our listeners a question for them to chime in with uh, when we post this. So, uh, yeah, closing thoughts and a question to the listeners. Closing thoughts are: I would hope that uh, if this drops on the fifteenth, I hope tomorrow morning, uh, bright and early, you hop onto Kickstarter and search for "Mission Accomplished," back the game, and help make it a reality. I think it is both a great goofy spy spoof game but also a really great love letter to all of the things that we hate about our day jobs and i think that it captures a lot of that that joy and frustration in a in a, in a fun and engaging way uh so look that up on kickstarter mission accomplished follow me on twitter at party of one pod and my discussion question is what is the best excuse you've ever given for not coming or for what's the best excuse you've ever given for taking off work what is the best? What is the best BS lie that your boss has bought? Lovely. Oh nice. man, we'll take it. Thank yeah. you. Well, this is Fandible. We just got done playing a great uh, game with Jeff from Party of One. His Kickstarter starts on the October sixteenth, which is probably tomorrow. So, Fandible, please go out there, uh, support it, and thank you, Jeff. Again, we had a great time. Oh, thank you all so much for having me on the show. This is a delight. Is it too late to ask for an X card for making me relive my memories of working for Starbucks? (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Good night. Good night and good game. Fanable out. 
Hey guys, this is Dan, the aka the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money, basically. We're, we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what we just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash fandible, and you donate a little sum-sum for us, we might just have a little sum-sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because, did I mention, we love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours, and you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you.